Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to The Mentor. I'm Mark Boris. Daniel Kim, welcome back, by the way, to the Mentor Podcast. And uh, Daniel is the CEO, Managing Director. He's everything. He's actually the major shareholder. I have to say, though, I have a declare my interest or our interest at the moment. We're also shareholders of the Cub Business, which is the Club of United Business. Quite a fascinating community-based business which has survived all the ups and downs, including COVID, and is powering on at the moment. G'day, mate. How are you going? Good. Good to be here as well. Let's quickly talk about Cub because I really want to talk about something else. Well, Cub's been around eight years and the idea behind it was to provide a different option or a new evolution to the old old stuffy men's only members clubs of the past. We wanted to create the new generation. Because not a lot of people know what those old group community clubs were. These old members clubs are basically the system uh, in which people in power would connect, exchange information, help each other, and ideally maintain power. Now, there's nothing wrong with that because communities, community, and communities do stick together. They were a community. The problem happened when they didn't expand the community or let anyone else in. That was sort of exclusive. Well, they were they were excluding people, um, people like me, for example, who wanted to who wanted to do something for. Uh, for Australia and do it through business. So I had seen members clubs overseas and I understood the power of a network. So when I came back, I looked for something to be part of and there just wasn't anything there. Well, there were the old uh, stuffy clubs, but they didn't really look like something I wanted to be part of and they wouldn't have had me anyway. Do you think that those members clubs were about power and influence and as a result of that, they felt as though they had to be exclusive in order to maintain and build that power or influence? Well, look, I believe your power is in your network. It's in who you know. That's what you and I I believe that. But what do you think they believed? Well, I believe they know that. And I believe that that's why they maintain that. If otherwise, why wouldn't they open it up? The whole idea is, is if we keep it closed, we, we therefore exclude others from being able to join, to join this powerful network. But how to become powerful if others couldn't join. I don't want to be kind of bagging on the old establishment clubs. I'm actually grateful for them because they left a huge gap in the market for me to actually start my business. So I'm, I'm actually grateful to them. It's very, very interesting. You're right. They've got a place. They've got a role. I get it. They've got a role. But it's more about prime ministers and premiers and uh, TOFs and uh, private school kids or whatever, you know, like uh, 
I don't know who these people are. But your philosophy is 360-degree opposite of that. You start where they leave off. Yours about inclusion, the power of inclusion. With Full Cup, I came up with the idea because I could see that these clubs weren't representative of the modern face of Australian business, which is diverse in all different facets. So that was just, I wanted a community for myself. And and Cup is a, a premium community. I have to add that. It's not accessible to everybody. Yeah. Um, and Cub, I mean, has has been marked by dynamic success since since its inception because there was a huge gap in the market. However, when COVID came, I saw our members, I thought my business was done. Three years ago, I thought that I thought that cup was finished. I remember, because, man. I remember talking to you. Yeah, because we're a networking business. Yeah. We literally bring people together for a living. Yep. And we weren't able to do that anymore. Cub is, a, like I said, a premium platform for business owners to, for accomplished business owners to grow their network and build valuable relationships with others in the same position. Um, and we've got a, a range of ways that we actually enable that. The first thing is every member has a personal relationship manager who helps them connect with the people that they should be meeting most. And um, we've got a system uh, which we call CORE, K-O-R. It stands for Knowledge, Opportunity and Relationships because those are the three, I guess, things. They're, they're the three ways a network benefits you. Um, and CORE is re- a really clever program because it it's designed to ensure you meet a minimum of 30 other accomplished entrepreneurs, business owners every year uh, based on our knowledge of you, which we kind of get through their induction process. Um, and the way it works is uh, three times a year. So there's three core seasons a year. and each Three season, semesters. Yeah, basically. Yeah. A member gets uh, put into a group of 10 people each season based on who they are. Um, and that group meets three times each with a specific purpose. In that semester. In that season, yeah. So, so by the end of uh, every year of membership, they've met a minimum of 30 other uh, entrepreneurs that year. That being said... We have our own cub app, which is like a private social media. That's how they connect with each other as well. We literally host several events a day because the community's at that size now where you need to, uh, that they can also get involved in. Uh, and we have sub-communities. So like uh, at cub, there's a young members community, a construction community, business women, um, um, professional services, golf, wine tasting, marketing. So you can join different communities to meet to meet people that you have something in common with in addition to being a business owner. Is it just meeting? I mean, like... Well, I think when you're building a community, what's really important is that there's an understood culture. And so when our members join Cub, they go through an induction, which basically we teach them like, hey, look, everyone here is here for the same reason. And that is to build valuable relationships with others in the same position and help each other, to support each other. So that's why having our clubhouses is so important. Because our members, they're not co-working spaces. Our members have offices. They're a meeting space. And so when they walk in the clubhouse, they know, okay, I'm in the culture of Cub now. You know, I, I, I need to be open to meeting people and I need to be open to listening and, and assisting others when possible and, and being generous of my knowledge, time and, and, and network. So in short, we literally bring people together for a living. That's what we do. Uh, and when COVID happened, we weren't able to do that anymore. So I'm thinking, you know, why is anyone going to, why would anyone stay or are they going to stay? And is anyone like, why would anyone join? But very quickly I realized and was surprised and, and delighted. Well, our members did all stay. And in fact, we started growing faster than ever. And so I started asking the new people, it's like, well, you know, why are you joining? Because don't forget, we weren't even at that point, we didn't know how we were going to serve them. And, 
and we weren't able to serve them the way we were. In a were. physical sense. Yeah. Like you couldn't do the three physical semesters. And, yeah, and we hadn't we hadn't mastered our digital transformation yet at that point because obviously, as you know, we converted entirely to digital. But at that point, we were still figuring that out. And so I asked them, why are you, why are you joining? And they all said the same thing. I want to connect with others in the same position to help me navigate this shared this shared problem we're all experiencing. And that's when it hit me. Our members, Cub members, were more engaged than ever before digitally. But Cub's not accessible to everybody because, you know, the clubhouses, the geography of the clubhouses, the time constraints, obviously the price, there are, there are requirements for entry as well. So it's not, it's not, while it's inclusive, it's, it, it is a premium brand. So it's not accessible it to everyone. It does include everyone. Exactly. And my passion is in serving all business owners. I love all business owners. That's truly what I love in this world. And so I started thinking, well, our members are being helped. I can see that. I'm, I'm watching how they're navigating this at this time COVID issue. And to be honest, I'm over talking about COVID, but for this story, it's relevant. Mm. And I thought, well, how are the other 2.4, 2.5 million business owners in this country alone? How are they connecting? Who's helping them? And, and, and what well, the answer was, there currently isn't a major platform for business owners to connect with each other on. We don't have our own space. And while there are other platforms, they're all very broad and none of them seem like the appropriate place for a business owner to, to be authentic and discuss the things that matter to them and that affect them with the community who get them. A business owners as opposed to everyone. The reality is being a business owner is a very lonely journey. And on platforms such as LinkedIn, which, like I said, is, is, is a great platform, I call it the, it is the employee network. We want to build the business owner network. As a business owner, you always have to look perfect. Like nothing's ever wrong. You know, I'm always killing it. Like, oh my God, you know, I'm so proud of this. Like everything's amazing. More showcasing. Exactly. It, it's promotion. That's just not the reality of business. As we all know, as me and you know, <laughs> the reality of business is there's pretty much always something wrong, COVID or not. And being a business owner is a lonely journey. Like you've got it all on the line. You're trying to make your impact on this world and you're trying to do it through business. And you've put in so many years of pain and hard work and things that like the things that go through your mind as a business owner and, and you know, the stress it can, it can put on your mind. People don't realize that when it comes to situations where you almost, you know, you feel like you might lose your business or, or where anything bad happens, basically, you, you think back to all that effort you've put in all over the, throughout those years. And, and in those times, having a group of people that can relate to you and not only can relate to you, but can help you navigate the journey and help you resolve problems and connect you to people that could help you. That is just endlessly valuable. And, and I believe that every business owner on the planet, not just Australia, I believe every business owner on the planet should have access to a powerful network that can help them navigate the business journey and make their impact on this world. And it is a little bit of suffering. We all do it willingly because that's our game. We enjoy it, but lonely to some extent, isolated, you feel isolated, or maybe you isolate yourself. 100%. Um, you are worried about wages. You are worried about how I'm going to make rent. You are worried about the, your image, the business image. You are worried about making sure you, you, all your business colleagues, all the people you employ are kept employed. Um, you are worried when the revenue is not coming in, who do I put off and who do I keep on? Those things, they do keep you up at night. They steal from your quality of life. And Here's an opportunity to say to other people, 
you know, you're not the only person who thinks that way or feels that way. There are probably in Australia's case two, another couple of million of these people out there. And then if the obvious question is, well, how do I talk to them? In an authentic way, not yeah. in a way that's like, hey, look, I've just opened a new office or here's my new service. Or yeah, no, no. Not in promotal. an authentic way. Not like, promoting. hey, is anyone else struggling to recruit people at the moment? What are your thoughts on the economy coming up? You yeah, know, are yeah. you cutting costs or are you continuing growth? Uh, I'm really stressed. How is anyone managing stress at the moment? Are you working more and earning less? Like you know, these big questions that you can't put out into onto platforms like LinkedIn, you'd never see that on LinkedIn. And to your point, it is a struggle and it is stressful, but it's supposed to be. If it was easy, everybody would do it. So it takes a very special per- person to commit to that, to that pain to, and to overcome that adversity to achieve what is a great result for you. At the end of the day, it, it works out better for you, for your family, and you're making your impact on this world. So you're helping the world, you're helping your community. And to introduce BOA, because I don't think we have at this point, but... Well, why don't we talk about yeah, right now? Yeah. <laughs> what, what does BOA stand for? Well, Business Owners App. Right. That's how we came up with the name. And, and uh, the idea with BOA is to create a platform that simplifies the way business owners connect and support each other, learn from each other and, 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 and receive instant support and advice, and, of course, to find new business opportunities, partnerships and clients. Right? That, these are the fundamental things all business owners need to do. But imagine being able to reach into your pocket and for anything you need, tap into the collective power of thousands of other entrepreneurs, other people in your position uh, for, for anything you need. That's what we're trying to build. And business is a struggle, like you said, but right now it's more of a struggle than it needs to be because business owners don't get any support. Government doesn't support us. Like I looked at that budget release they did and I think one of the publications, I won't say which one, basically said that, oh, small business are winners. I looked at it and I was like, I'm not a winner. I'm a loser for this. You can't call me a winner from the, you, know, you helped my energy minutely and you actually made some things worse for me. How did I win? You know, the business owners don't have a united voice. Small SMEs don't have a united voice. Big business does. And uh, a lot of the other communities in our but country. But the Business do. Council of Australia does not represent small business. No. And look at all the, the all, all the people who are on the board of the business or whatever that's called, the people who represent Business Council of Australia, the BCA, who, by the way, Every time the government wants to do something, they consult the BCA and they say the Business Council of Australia said, yes, this is great. And that's, yeah, but like that's that's for um, Rio Tinto or for BHP or something yeah, like that. I haven't got 24 Telstra. billion in my bank account. No, no, no. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't represent the dude out the front who's run the coffee shop. It doesn't represent those people. And uh, BOA's objective is to represent those people. So in terms of the app, take us through it. So look, with every new business – it's exciting because you don't know what it's going to become. I always say business is like a river. You just have to follow the stream until you get to the ocean. So I always start business with an open mind. So I'll, I'll give you my prediction of what it's going to become, but I'm also very flexible in following the river to whichever path is right. Like I did for Cub. Remember Cub when, when I started was for young for young entrepreneurs that, that, that didn't have money and that, that hadn't done much. And it obviously evolved because the market, you know, the market we serve now are the ones who weren't being served and they were the ones coming. So in short, the key difference of BOA is that it is, it's exclusively for entrepreneurs and business owners. So proprietors, the people who own the business. Yes. Yep. Yes. So that's the most important fundamental thing. And now that sounds like not a big deal. And a lot of people say that to me, but but in my head, it's the biggest deal because that is what's going to make everything to do with it possible. 
So we love the Twitter design. So the app looks like Twitter. And the reason it does, uh, it looks the opposite to LinkedIn is how we describe it. The reason is I'm a business owner. I'm already busy. I already got enough things to figure out in my life. I don't need a platform that's so difficult to fi- you know, that I need to spend time to figure out how to use it. LinkedIn's a powerful tool. But for um, employees, but, more for professionals. But, and it's, it's also just it's also just confusing. I never I don't know how to do anything on LinkedIn. Sometimes I don't even know how to post. But but um so Boa's much more leaning towards Twitter in terms of design. Um in terms of functionality. Now our goal is 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 simple. It's to create communities of business owners, the same we do for Cup, which means I believe Boa is going to become a a a, a bunch of different sub communities. So it's going to be a platform with a bunch of sub-communities of business owners. So there'll be a Bondi business community, a Parramatta business community, a, chef, a hospitality, a restaurant owner business community, podcasters and you know, content creators community, Pots Point community. So there'll be a bunch of communities. So we're, we're saying Twitter design and it will probably have some Reddit functionality. Do you use Reddit, by the way? Yeah. I, I, I hadn't until I started looking into all the different platforms it's not designed for business owners, but but I love the functionality in that I can enter that platform. I can join a community or a subreddit that that's that's interesting to me. And I can post and have thousands of people give me the help me or give me feedback or give me their opinion. Just a response. Exactly. And that's what we that's what we want to create for the business community. So, so what's it look like now though? Because we are releasing it. So well, right now it's one community. Yeah. So we're basically, we're a community of entrepreneurs and business owners uh, on a platform that functions very in a very similar f- manner to Twitter. However, the purpose is very specific. So how are people using it now? Currently, we've got a thousand founding users. So right. these are the people that- uh, Where did you have, get them from? Well we, well, we pushed out to our database uh, saying that we're building this new platform and this is what it's doing. And if you want to be uh, apply to be a founding user, join. We, ha- we had 3,000-something people pre-register immediately. So we got around 3,000 people pre-register. It was too many. We only we actually only wanted 300 to start. We've now got 1,000, so we've kind of drip-feeded in. We've got 1,000 founding users, and it's incredible to see how they're using it. So predominantly right now it's being used very much as a – uh, market research and advice platform. Well, give me an example. Well, there was someone in the construction industry asking, uh, "Hi all, is it just my business or is it the economy? It feels like I'm working harder than ever, but I'm I have you know we're earning less than ever, or we're performing uh, worse than we've performed. I'd love to hear other people's opinions." That is a very honest statement and question. That is a question you would never find other platforms. And if you saw the comments that flooded into this thing and and the support people were providing and and the honesty they were providing in their comments, you it was like the because he was in the construction industry, the construction industry almost flocked to him and, and kind of propped him up and say, hey, no, I'm going through the same thing. Mate, I say the same thing about yeah. mortgage industry, working harder, <laughs> earning less. Yeah. I mean, I've never worked as hard and I'm earning, and I've, in relative to the effort I put into my work, I'm never earned as yes. less. Well, it's a lot of industries. And then uh, yesterday um, someone asked about uh, recruitment. You know, there's a lot more people flooding the market for recruitment, but I haven't, you know, I haven't seen that. As, as an any, employees. As an employees, yeah. But this person saying, I haven't seen that. Has anyone else seen that? Someone asked for help with international expansion and franchising yesterday. A great MEPS, another user of it, tagged someone else. And then that person was an expert in franchising, messaged that person and said, hey, I'd love to catch up. I'd be more than happy to show you how to set up your business for franchise or, or for however else you want to expand internationally.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Daniel, the build. I mean, these things don't operate unless you build the tech. There's a tech stack. How'd you go about that? Well, first of all, I know literally nothing about technology. I'm not good at it. I'm technically dyslexic. I'm actually normally dyslexic too. So I had no idea of how to, to do anything to do with technology. I did, however, I had worked with um, a cub member. Uh, the company's called Step Insight. Uh, his name's Gail, Gail and Julian. And I had built the cub app with them. And the Cub app's nowhere near as sophisticated as technology as Boa is because it's not Cub's core business. But I have a very strong relationship with them. And so when it came time for me to build Boa, to, to actually, you know, spend the investor's money, which for me is a big deal, I wanted to make sure that, um, that I was making the right decision. And I had to choose between hiring people, so hiring developers and and tech people. Internally as employees. Exactly. Or outsourcing it. And I voted to outsource it for the initial build. So Locally for, or external? Yeah, locally. Step inside's local. Yep. I, I, I walked to their office. So that's who I obviously ended up using. I literally walked to their office every day almost uh, across from the QVB and check in with everyone, see how everyone's going. They probably get annoyed at me, but it works. Um, and my reason towards choosing uh, to outsource was because I could ha- I had a set amount that I was spending. So I knew if I spent this much, I've got my MVP. If When I spend this much, I've got my paid version, which means I can generate my revenue. So I was then able to say to my investors, this is the amount we're spending. This is how much of, of your money that we're spending on this. Um, and that gave me comfort because I didn't want to incur any ongoing costs unless I had money coming in the door. I can't As have- in revenue. Revenue, yep. I can't have revenue until I... Well, you have to figure out the company first. You know, new companies. You ha- you have to learn how the company works. It's it's a live thing. You know, it's 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 not something you say this is how it's going to work and it just does it. You you have to be open minded. So, I wanted to give myself time to learn how it works, and then build a paid version that serves people the best to generate revenue. So, at this point, we've outsourced it to Step Insight, um, and that's worked incredibly well. We've we've we we set our costs, so we're not going to go over our budget. And the second, and I mean this, the second we generate revenue, we will start hiring internal staff because I do think if you want to do anything, 
you need internal staff. They need to be sitting next to you. You need to be talking constantly. You need They need to feel your energy and your passion. External, don't get that because you're not always there. So, and especially my leadership style, I like people literally, I like us being all next to each other and having that energy. So, so we're going to, we're going to start recruiting uh, people, um, uh, technology people, developers, uh, product managers, designers, everybody, the second we generate revenue, um, or probably slightly before it, because um, we want them to start when we do. And, and, um, that, and, that, and that time will be when you launch the premium version of BOA. Yep, July. July that's, this year. That's our goal. Yep. So, yeah, so that was our thinking towards building the platform. And look, the advice that I'd have for anyone building an app, because this is something often spoken about on BOA, is tips to towards building an app and, and working with outsourced providers, is what well, I preferred the lo- the local team. It, it is more expensive, obviously, but I like to be able to go meet people and talk to them. Um, and the more planning and design work you can do before they actually build the better because otherwise what happens is you say oh this is my idea like you can imagine me yep. especially this is my idea this is what we're going to build and then they go build something and 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 you know it's it's not what you had in your head and then you have to do the iterations and it gets more expensive and so does planning mean does planning mean writing it up yep. writing it down like actually like having some architecture Exactly. I, I was literally about to say, it's like when you're building a house. Imagine building a house without a plan, without architectural plans. You need that for an app and you need to make sure your app developer f- provides you that. Um, the other thing is, like, you think you need all the bells and whistles. I thought I did too. Like, uh, you think you need, you know, the ability to share posts and the ability to do all this type of stuff. You probably will need it, but you do not need it at the start. You can save your money on most of the things. What is the core, what, what's the core function that, that, that the app needs to do and who are the core group of people it needs to do it for. In order to launch quick. Yes, and in, in order to gain traction as well, yeah. like to have a focused purpose for a focused group of people. Like our focus group of people is, uh, is SMEs and our focus purpose is uh, support and advisory at this point in time. Now we're expanding into uh, lead generation, partnerships, networking, but definitely support and advisory is, is, is the current yeah, so, purpose. So in other words, get really super focused on – your functionality, which relates to your product. The pro- so be clear on what product you want to be able, or service you want to be able to put out there. Build your functionality around that. Um, and the most important thing is, in, in your case, you say you want you need to have a defined amount of money that you have and that you can spend. So that means outsourcing it, whether it's locally or overseas, uh, uh, it depends on how you roll. And um, you can always make it really perfect, but perfection comes down the track. You know, perfection is a result of a thousand iterations of your starting point. And it also, perfection, by the way, what you and I might think is perfect, might not be what what the users think is perfect. So perfection means learning what the users want and then perfecting the platform and the functionality over time to what users want. And that always changes. I mean, that that changes all the time. And sharing your vision with, with your users because if it's a vision that they relate to that they want to see happen, they'll help you achieve it. I mean, we have some founding partners, um, there's not too many, um, a small group of founding partners um, who have put this, put it together so far. I mean, Daniel runs everything on a smell of an oily rag, so he's pretty good at um, not spending too much money. Um, and that always sort of has, I always feel that there's a relationship between that mindset and people who maybe have lived, come through or experienced or watched or observed as Daniel just said, parents living in housing commission and people trying to lead themselves up into a life maybe as a result of being an immigrant or just coming from an ordinary socioeconomic background. Um, 
those people tend to be pretty good on preserving their dollars, um, which I, I find quite an interesting thing. Um, but there may be another round, you know, a first round. So there was a founders round and there may be a, a new round in due course later in the year. Not to fund negative cash flow, but it's probably more about using, getting, get, raising money in order to um, build, let's call it scale. Well, to be honest, I wouldn't even want to raise the next round until we hit cash a cash positive situation. And the reason is that's just how I know how to run business. Like that's how Cub was run always. And, you know, with the latest tech rec, that's how all the tech companies are trying to pivot to Whereas, and, and relearn how to actually do that, whereas we're going to start that way. And I want to, like ideally, well, there's an idea to do a crowdfunding raise where we can have the business, the users of BOA and members of Cub, they can, business can, business owners can fund BOA themselves and have a piece of it and be part of the journey and all that. And so like, that's not, that's not definitely what we're doing yet, but that is a very likely possibility that it's, it's an idea that I personally love because then it's like, it's built by business owners for business owners, funded by business. It's, it's, it's Australia's business communities platform. Yeah. So I wouldn't want to do that until we were, I don't want to say profitable, but, but cash positive. So until we weren't, we weren't losing money and that way we can show them, no, I I can be certain like this is working, this is going well. And it's, it's a safer situation to put your money in because it's still, it's still a new business. I think it's fair to say, a bit like Cub, you will refine the business model over time because really what this is about, and correct me if I'm wrong, but this is building a platform that allows the platform to learn what business owners actually want. Yes, and a platform that listens and voices the the needs and opinions of the business community. We want this to be to become the voice for Australian business and unite us in a way that's never never before been possible. Um, and therefore we can rally to to have a better a better business environment in our in our country's future. That's important. The learning process that is finding out what business owners want. How do you curate that? Right now it's entirely the marketplace. The yeah. only thing we will do is we will remove, so we have moderators who will remove any posts that are made that are promotional. Right. Oh, our, that's interesting. Our users do not want to be sold to on this platform. It's not going to be another platform where you're going to be getting hit up. No, we're trying to create the ultimate, the best possible experience for the business owner. And the reality is they don't want they don't want to be sold to. When they want a service, they can find the person best suited to them. Also, I'll say that a lot of our feedback, particularly with early stage businesses on BOA, is that Google's intimidating because, you know, when you're starting a business and you want an accountant, you go type in Google accountants, small business, and they all look like big companies and there's that fear like, oh, would they even want me as a client? Would they not? You know, on BOA, you can just post and say, guys, I've just I've just started my first uh, business. Um, I'm six months in. I've generated traction. It's a midwifery advisory business where we do courses uh, for for new mums online. I need an accountant. You know, I, I need someone to help me with my books. Uh, can you recommend anyone? They're going to be recommended people, warm introductions from members of the network and the community who have probably used that person when their business was small or do use it now while their business is still new. It's a good referral system. It's a fantastic. And there's so much business already being generated on it because of that. Because already it, you're seeing this now? Of course. Of course. We, we knew that would happen because 
the Cub app, so we have the Cub app for our, for our Cub members, that is predominantly used as a, it's a referral platform. People are normally saying, hey, I need this, and then members of the community say, hey, yeah, I can talk to you if you want. And Bulwa is far more leaning towards the advisory, support and advisory um, side of things at the moment. However, I, will, I do anticipate that, that as the community grows, that's going to present a, a new opportunity because now all of a sudden, well, great, there's the advisory and support side of things that the business owners are doing. But now we're going to see, oh, people are also looking for referrals for service providers. And we want to build those features that will facilitate that. At the end of the day, we're just trying to build something that has a positive impact in the lives of business owners. A group of people that contribute so much to society, but I feel are often just too overlooked. When you say the have a positive impact on the life of business owners, what are the things that business owners feel as though they need to have in order to make their business life more positive? So is it because we start off right at the very beginning saying that they feel they can feel a bit isolated and a bit lonely? Is it um, about just sharing the fact that other people are experiencing the same thing and that makes you feel quite um, quite comfortable or a little bit more comfortable? Um, I see which, it's community. But it also gives you, doesn't it, is, is that because it also gives you a little bit more energy to keep going? You know, because if you feel as though the only person in the world suffering from this particular aspect in your business, whatever it might be, you get to a point where you think, maybe I should give up. And, you know, and it's, it's just, you just need a little bit more energy. Not everybody has your energy. Some people are, you know, they have lots of other things pulling on their, their lives. It might be kids and wife or whatever, I don't know, whatever, sick parents various other things. Um, energy, we get energy from other people. That's, it's not just me being able to share that idea or, and or see that someone else has got the same problem, but that gives me energy and energy is what we need to have to keep going. And God only knows right now we are in a difficult period in Australia you know, like a, and the rest of the world too, by the way, for business owners. That energy piece is so important and the transfer of energy from one person to another by thought or by messaging, that's a pretty powerful way of making my life just a little bit more positive today. A hundred percent. And my, why do, like, I obviously do have a lot of energy, but you know they're better than anyone. <laughs> but, but why do I? You know, you aren't just born with energy. I'm surrounded by business people all day. It's my full-time job. You know, it, it's... The most important, the biggest risk you can take as an entrepreneur is basically doing it alone. Is not having that community. But, and you, but Dan, that's a very interesting thing you just said, and I've never thought about this before about you. You surround through Cub. You surround yourself with so many business owners. Some successful, some more successful. Some, some just giving it a go and some trying, a crack. Which, which is most people. So that comes to you, and that actually helps you get on with what you're doing. That gives you energy and it's sort of a sense of positivity. Yeah, inspiration, uh, learning. Distraction. Yeah. Distraction yeah. from your own problems. No, yeah. it does. It distracts from your own problems. Completely true. You learn. A sense of pride when you help someone else as yep. well. Like when, oh, you know, have you tried this or have you looked at this platform to use? Like you get a good feeling. It's like I've just helped someone. So know? is Boa, Daniel Hakim's platform to pay forward what he always experiences. So is Daniel Hakim basically building a platform so that other people can experience what he's been experiencing for the last eight years? The short answer is yes. I want. I believe everybody should have access to the network needed to help them succeed, and that's something that not everyone has. I. So is the I mean, answer you, then every business owner in this country deserves to be part of a 
like-minded community? Yes, to have access to a community that can help them. But they deserve for it. For business. It, they, it should be their right. It should yeah. be like if I was the government, that would be the f- biggest priority I had because I would help business people help each other. Right? Because it's very hard to help everyone individually. People have different, like you can't really do it. No. So at least create a platform to help them help themselves, like to help each other. And no one's done it. And that's what we're trying to do. And as you know, I've seen how hard it is to to run a business without a network. My parents are migrants. They came to this country with no English, um, no money at all. I'm fairly certain my, my dad was in housing commission at one point or something very close to it. And I watched how hard they had to work to to just, you know, when you're in that position, often you can't even get a job. Like it's hard to get a job. You almost have to get into business. And I watched how hard they worked my entire life to build something, to, to, to build, to build a life for the, for their family, for, for me. And I watched the pain and the struggle of that and the difficulty of doing it alone with no help. And then because of their efforts, I then also got to experience what it was like to do it with help and have a strong network because I was put in the right position for it. So I've seen both sides of the coin. And let me tell you, they're not the same experience. You know, if you're going at a business and you don't have, you're not armed with a strong network, your experience is far more hindered than that of the person that does have the right, that does have access to the network. 100%. And so I, I want to even that playing field and not even it in the sense that, oh, the people that had the network are doing wrong by the people who don't, because that's not the case. They're just in a different position. I want to even it because I believe business is a force for good. Business creates all our jobs. It pays all of the taxes. It it, it, it creates a sense of purpose. It gives people the ability to grow and, and develop in life. Like business, that outside of providing goods and services, and businesses each are a small community. So businesses have this tremendously positive impact on society. So the more businesses we can we can raise and, and we can create into strong entities, the more innovation, the more competi- the more competition, which forces innovation, but the stronger our society is going to so be. So it's nearly nation building in some respects. It is. I, I mean, I know, I know that sounds very lofty, but, you know, coming from two pundits sitting here in a room on a podcast, it may be lofty, but it is also true. I'll tell you something. I'll, I'll never forget this. So we ha- I won't say his name, but uh, we have a member. We don't anymore, actually. He moved to... Uh, New York, I think, but we had this member, uh, very wise old Chinese man, but just just started learning, um, just started learning English, and he was there. He was a he, he's a very good man, and he always said really wise kind of old Chinese quotes to me and whatnot. And he said to me, "Brands are the new army." He said, "Nations used to send armies into other nations to to collect the gold and bring it home." Now they send brands, <laughs> they send business That's because true. when your businesses grow in your nation and you can provide services to other nations, you, 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 you therefore bring income back to your, to, 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 to the your nation, nation. And, yeah. and make it stronger for the people of that country. And that is very much the Chinese um, strategy. China I'm strategy. Sure it is. And I'm sure it's the American. Yeah, And it was there too. It definitely was there. So. Business makes Australia stronger and business owners are the people leading that charge and taking the brunt of the pain in order to do it. And and I think this is a platform that's going to help them do it. Business owners actually don't want handouts. Business owners don't ask for too much. Um, they, they don't, not in my experience, except for one thing, and that's to be recognised as a an important part of, of the nation. Australia is famous globally for the number of business owners it has relative to the 
total population because a lot of people first came to this country, like your parents, like my parents, um, were going right back to the convicts. They weren't educated, so they had to go and become something. They had to make something of themselves. But nobody really came here with an advantage because Australia's, you know, like in We're self-made. Of, yeah, totally. We're, self-made we're, we're full of new people other than our First Nations people. We're full of new people. And most new people are leaving somewhere else as a result of war or looking for a better opportunity. And as a result of that, we've become quite um, proficient at business building. So we know how it happens. I guess what we're saying here and definitely what you're saying is that we need to, someone finally needs to recognise this. Someone finally needs to put everybody together, bring them all together in one place. Someone or something which is today a digital platform called BOA, needs to perhaps over time represent the voice of Australian businesses back to government for that matter. You know, maybe before the next budget, if this thing does well enough, instead of the government consulting, the Treasurer consulting the Business Council of Australia, they might also consult BOA and say, look, could you do some um, profiling for us or do some um well, how are business owners Testing. feeling at the moment? Yeah, well, how are they the feeling? Economy. What do they need? Are they happy with the tax rate? Are they what are the biggest uh, issues? Uh, yeah, correct. Like, are they unhappy with the fact that the income tax write off of one hundred fifty thousand has been reduced to twenty grand, which means they can't the tradies can't go and buy their utes, etc. They need to buy for their business. And uh, and by the way, how's that affecting the motor motor car dealers? Are they getting upset because they're not selling the cars anymore? I mean, these are questions that are important questions because if the business owners aren't feeling the love, they might not put on more staff or they might start putting staff off, which then increases our unemployment number, which then the government's got to deal with. So it's actually in the government's interest to pay attention. I think the reason they haven't done so far is because there's no one place where they can garner this information from. And BOA can do that. How do I become a part of BOA? You go to the App Store or Google Play, you type BOA app, you can download it. You can join there. You've got a great onboarding. How hard is it to join? Like physically, no, you, like, you know, like in terms of time? It takes okay. you two seconds, um, 30 seconds. 30 seconds. would probably be the more precise answer. But no, it's very quick. Everything's built with business owners in mind. So How much does it cost me? Well, it's free. Free? Yeah. Wow. Right. We're going to launch a premium version. Um, it's scheduled to launch in July. Um, but even that will be very cost effective. Um, and the free version is uh, like, like most social medias, the free version is extremely powerful. You you can you can you can gain a tremendous amount of value from the community on the free version. In fact, every one on there at the moment only has the free version, and they're loving it. So that was important to me because I wanted no. Remember, the goal for Boa was to to provide every entrepreneur, however big or however small, access to 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 a network of like minded people. And with that goal in mind, I think we, I wanted to have a free version. We could have done a paywall um, and we could have done that well, but that, that's not the goal. The goal is to build the largest network of business owners uh, on the planet is the real goal, starting with Australia. Uh, and to do that, I want to make sure that it's accessible to absolutely all business owners. What are the sort of three key things that you've you're able to read out of how Boa's been operating to date with a thousand users. So, you know, where are the, where, what are people doing? What are they, where are they going with this? The, the first thing that's happening is by joining Boa, people are 
or sorry, by using BOA, people are getting a tremendous amount of advice and knowledge for anything they need. So they're asking questions um, and they're having people in the business community who know the answers or who have experience on those topics answer those questions for them. So it's become almost like a national advisory board for them. We've got 30, well, last week anyway, it was 37% of our total users were using it daily. Right. Now, I'm actually not a tech person, so I don't know how good or bad that is, but that's the actual statistic. So 37% of all people registered on BOA are are using using this on a daily basis. Daily basis. That sounds a lot to me. 70% are using it weekly. So 37% using daily, 70% of of all your database are using using it it once a week. Wow. Yeah. And what are they using it for? At the moment, mostly uh, advisory and opinions uh, for anything they need. So in, they're receiving instant support. So and they're advice. sending a question out. Yes, or they're answering. Right. Or they're just observing and they're learning from other people's questions and 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 the conversations that follow after those. Second to that, people are um, receiving referrals. So people are ask, saying, "Hey, I need uh, a podcast studio," which was actually. A question that happened, and I actually, I actually wrote, oh, yeah, the mentor, you can, you can, maybe you can rent that studio. I can connect you. So there's a lot of business referral happening on there too. The other thing that's that's trying to happen, but it's it's not yet, is people are trying to organise face to face meetings. So people are saying like, I'd love to connect with anyone in Bondi for a coffee, or people are saying, uh, or messaging each other, you know, you know, free to catch up for a meeting. Now the app hasn't got that functionality yet to make it simple. So we're actually introducing an event feature where people can create and, and RSV attend events, um, but also a meeting request feature where you can you can ping someone a, a coffee catch-up. Um, and, and bearing in mind, it's only going to be a business owner you're pinging, so it's not some sort of dating app. Yes. I mean, you're, you're, you know that if I, get, if I get pinged, I know it's from another business owner. 100%. And, and on the premium version, we're, we're, we're actually cross-checking the ASIC database on that person. Right. So in the premium version, um, that person's going to be like vet, con- vet confirmed uh, via ASIC. Um, that, that's very important. It's something users ask for as well. So, I mean, if anyone wants to get to it, they can go to www.boa.app or type BOA app in uh, the App Store or Google Play. You can download it, you can get on it, and you can start connecting with thousands of other like-minded entrepreneurs, business owners, and help each other make your impact on this world. And I know that works because I'm on the app as well. (laughs) I know everyone loves you being on there. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Mentor with Mark Boris. Audio and production is by Jessica Smalley. Production assistants, Simon McDermott. This is a mentored podcast.